This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Howard Beck, Sports Illustrated, NBA guru, good sport. He'll have to be today because, Howard, good morning. I have a doozy of a question later in the interview for you. I'm so excited about it. I even wrote it down. I, I knew you would. I can't wait. By the way, um, um, Howard is a, a Brooklyn... I'm not sure legend, but 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 for me he is uh, the guy that first told me about Park Slope where I lived when I was there. Knows the ins and outs of Brooklyn. Was Howard? You were wonderfully kind when I when I moved helping out you and your wife. And one of the treats that Lorian had, we got to hang out with you and your your wife and your daughter one time when I lived there. Congratulations to your wife. She is about to be the author. I mean, she is the author of the Pearl Hunter. It comes out if memory serves in a couple of weeks, right? Uh yes. February 7th. Thank you for the plug. Um, available or will be available at bookstores everywhere and available for pre-order at all the usual places. So, yes, uh, go buy 17 copies. Give them to everybody you know. I have bought one copy, but I can get <laughs> Lori on the other 16. We have bought the one. We're excited. Um, all right, let's talk Thank some um, – let's, uh, dude, it's, it's amazing. Um, congrats to her. Super, super awesome. Let's um let's let's talk a little hoops. You uh you are in the beautiful city of New York City. You're in the beautiful borough of Brooklyn, and you are, if memory serves, not far from where the Brooklyn Nets do their their thing. I feel like I ask you this question every time, and every time the the variables involved are vastly different. What is your prognosis for the Nets this season, given the fact that they were very very impressive looking when Kevin Durant was playing, and they have looked less than impressive during this time in which he is out. Well, it's funny because you used a great verb there, or a great uh, word there, uh, noun in this case, variables. Um, and you said the variables change, but like in a way, they don't. Like the variables with the Nets are always the same because the very they the problem is they have a roster full of variables. Uh, Kyrie Irving uh, variables should be right next to his name, and then Ben Simmons too. And so um, this period without Kevin Durant is. I think a moment where it's revealing once more, you know, the, the underpinnings of this team, Kevin Durant covers up a lot of flaws in a team. Kevin Durant can carry you through, you know, weeks and months of a season as long as he's healthy, but at the stage of his career, you can't count on that. And here we are again, you know, where he's missing multiple weeks. We don't know how many it will ultimately be. And so the burden, the responsibility, falls to these other two stars, neither of whom in recent years has been anything close to reliable. So again, your word variable is, is actually perfect. Um, it's back to the same old variables. And, you know, Kyrie missed this past, the, the, you know, the last of these three games they've lost um, because he had, he was hurt. I think he's going to be back in the lineup, um, I believe, tonight. Um, but, you know, Ben Simmons missed at least one of those games. 
you know, both these guys from a health standpoint, you never know. And then even from a performance standpoint, you never know. And I think what we've learned about Kyrie during the Brooklyn years and maybe during the Boston years prior to that is that this is not as talented as, as he is. He's not the guy who's going to lead your team night in, night out. He's better off as, again, as talented as he is. Could You could call him, you know, I don't know, the most gifted scorer at that position in the league. I, whatever you want to, however you want to, you know, frame it, he has the talent to carry a team, but he doesn't. He doesn't have the makeup for it. And so the, the Nets without Durant are, are a, a much, much different team. And Ben Simmons has, you know, really not, you know, resumed the the form that he had in those years in Philly when he became all NBA. And we've seen glimpses of it occasionally um, during the season in Brooklyn. But it kind of comes and goes. So they're in a fragile state, I would say, overall. And look, you know, the fallback is, well, they will be whole presumably in the playoffs and they will be the proverbial team that nobody wants to see in the playoffs. Okay. That's, that's fine, but it, it may be pretty choppy until then who knows where they'll, where they will end up in terms of ultimate seating and, and how difficult that might make their path if they don't have home court. And, and there's some really good teams at, at the top of the East as well. So um, as we knew back in October, anything is possible with this team, the highest highs and potentially the lowest lows. Howard Beck, what do you think internally for the Nets? You know, if they were being honest, if you could get some truth serum into the decision makers there, what would they what would they actually tell us is a successful season this season for them? For the Nets, there is no nothing short of a championship that could be considered successful. Um, you know, they they handed the keys to Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving almost four years ago now. It's hard to believe, uh, but July of 2019 is when they had the cap room and those guys decided to come to Brooklyn in tandem. And, you know, much like the Paul George Kawhi Leonard situation with the Clippers, you know, a huge success at the moment that you get these guys, especially for these two franchises that are the secondary teams in their own markets, but you get them for the express purpose of, of winning a championship, nothing short of that. And, it, or at least, you know, look, if we, if we want to be a little bit more generous, you could say, well, be a perennial contender, make a finals or two. And so far, uh, in both cases, Nets and Clippers, they, they haven't even sniffed the finals. So um, now it's heightened, too, for the Nets for this reason. They did not extend Kyrie Irving last summer, much to Kyrie Irving's chagrin. Um, and for good reason. They didn't want to commit to him long term. So he's on the final year of, of his contract. And with Kyrie as a free agent after this season, anything short of a championship means, you know, you're, you're probably going a different route. Now, I... I, I could be wrong here, but I just after all that Kyrie Irving has put that franchise through and the exasperation that you could feel from team officials there, even if they want a title, I'm not sure they want to bring him back and go down this road again. But especially if they fall short, if they're out in the first or second round, why are you re-upping with Kyrie Irving and, and using the same formula going forward? And granted, because they're over the cap, they can't replace him if he leaves as a free agent, but I just, you know, all the volatility, all the absences, all the controversy – I just cannot imagine they're bringing him back. So when you ask, like, well, what's what's successful? I think it's championship or bust. And even if they won, win the championship, I just have to think there's a, a total reevaluation this this summer. You want to keep Kevin Durant for the rest of his career if you can, but I think there's a, a high likelihood. Well, is Kevin Durant still going to want to stay? You know, or is he going to reissue his trade demand? I, I think all of those possibilities are there. Howard, back here on the show, I'm Bill Ryder. This is CBS Sports Radio. Howard, I, I'm an optimist by nature, and, and sometimes that optimism means that 
whatever the the new and interesting unproven thing is, including the NBA, I, I believe in it. I want to believe in it. I close my eyes and I see all the puppy dogs and all the rainbows and give me the <laughs> Cleveland Cavaliers being wonderful, whatever, whatever. But for for whatever reason, I can't get there at the Denver Nuggets. All evidence, at least on the periphery, to the contrary. They have a great record. They're, they have almost the best record in the NBA, and they have the best record in the Western Conference. They have, and Mr. Jokic, certainly a guy who is right now the betting favorite, literally, to, to be a not just the MVP, but the an MVP for the third consecutive time. They have gotten healthy in a way they weren't last year with a couple guys who are really dynamic players with a lot of ceiling. They're even playing better defensively lately, although that's one of my big hang-ups. Would you, because one of the many things, Howard Beck, from Sports Illustrated, I, I, I love about you when we, when we talk, is you will just say what you think. Do you want to talk me into, into the Nuggets? Do, do you want to talk me into giving Denver some real credit as an actual championship contender? So, by record, by production, by even, to an extent, roster makeup, you could say, like, they fit the bill on some level, right? Like, do you like to win a championship in this league? Usually, you need a top five player. They've got that guy. A, a multiple time MVP could even become three time MVP this season, legitimately. Uh, you need to have, you know, obviously an array of, of high level role players. You know, they're not packed with stars. This is not the super team type of, of model. But with Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., and, and you know, even Aaron Gordon, the way he plays defensively, especially, and, and, and even as an offensive weapon, like they've got a nice array of talent around Jokic. So, yes, like, they're, they're, like the record tells you they're legitimate. Um, their, their offense is, I think, tied with the Celtics right now for number one offense in the NBA. Where you have to start to wonder about them is defensively. And this is something that Michael Malone, their coach, you know, has been <laughs> drilling for years trying to get them to a higher level. The, the Nuggets, as we speak right now, are 19th in defensive efficiency in the NBA. 19th. Uh, just ahead of the Lakers, just behind the Warriors, um, two teams that, uh, whose names would normally mean more in this discussion, but not, not right now. Um, 19th, I don't know that there's a whole lot of precedent for a 19th-ranked uh, team in defensive efficiency being a contender. And, and this has been their, their issue for the last few years and during the whole Jokic era, and I'm not saying it's on him, but I, I, I am just saying that what's limited them on some level during this time when they've got this transcendent player is – that they don't play defense at a high level. So they've got some time to, to kind of you know fix this a little bit and, and, and tune it up in the, next, in the next couple of months. But if they run into a team that plays better defense, the Grizzlies, or maybe the Pelicans, if the Pelicans can ever get back to full strength, um, the Clippers, if the Clippers are ever at full strength, there's going to be other teams that play defense at a higher level. And I do have my doubts about the Nuggets. Like, I, I, I think Jokic is legitimately the leader for MVP again and may actually become the first since Larry Bird to win three in a row. And it will be absolutely legit because it's, it's, a, it's a regular season award, and he's having an incredible regular season, and so are the Nuggets. But if you, had, if you asked me to bet on who's coming out of the West or whether, you know, the Nuggets can win the title – I, I still have severe doubts. I would not pick them to come out of the West right now. Howard Beck, would you like to offer up? You don't have to, but is there a a dark horse team in the sense of a team that isn't you know one of the obvious answers that you look at in the East or the West? Because both conferences are, are, I think, competitive and interesting in, in very different ways. That you think, yeah, like if things break the right way, this team has an actual chance to, to make an NBA Finals this year. Well, the funny thing about that question, Bill, is that 
Um, this is a year where coming in, we thought this, and certainly halfway through the season, it's, it's definitely been playing out, that this is a really wide-open year, right? Like, you can say Boston and Milwaukee are the clear class of the East, although Milwaukee's been playing like a 500 team for the last, like, six weeks. So um, they, they seem to have some issues. You know, I mean, Boston is the odds-on favorite out of the East, but it could be Milwaukee. It could be the Sixers. It could be the Nets if they, they hold it together and stay healthy. I wouldn't even rule out the Cavaliers as a possibility. Um, and it, so that's that's five teams. Like, that's that's not normal for this, this league. And in the West – it may be even more open than that. I mean, Denver, Memphis are at the top of the standings. The Kings are somehow third, and I don't even know what to make of that after, after, after the last 16 years, but I'm happy for them, and it's amazing. The Pelicans are legit. I don't consider the Mavericks that legit because of the, the lack of help around Luka, but all right, they're, they're there. The Warriors are going to revive themselves, I'm still convinced, and the Clippers, you know, if they could ever keep their two stars on the court for any length of time, could still get in this conversation. Like, I just... So when you ask, you know, is there a dark horse? Like every, there's a bizarre, there's a bunch of dark horses. Um, you know, every everybody it feels like is is in this thing, or at least the conversation is very uh, broad and, and deep. So um, there aren't too many combinations in the finals that would surprise me at this point. Um, you know, within reason, obviously, within the top five of each conference. So, uh, so Sacramento Kings, why not? Uh, it's almost to a why not kind. Of, like, yeah, that would surprise. Look. It would surprise me, yes, but I, I don't know if it would shock me if we can start just, you know, splitting hairs in, in definitions. But, um, yeah, if I had to bet right now, I expect that the West is going to be either like the Warriors if they pull it together or the Grizzlies, right. maybe the Nuggets, maybe the Pelicans. The Kings would be lower on my list, but I don't think we should dismiss them right now. Uh, you know, but it's rare to go from perennial lottery team two finals contender in one year, unless you just signed LeBron James as the 2010 Miami heat. Um, it doesn't happen like that normally. So, um, so yeah, some, some outcomes would surprise me more than others. But if you told me that the finals was new Orleans and Philly, I believe you. If you said it was Cleveland, Memphis, I believe you like there, there's a lot of combinations that are possible and that's probably a good thing. Howard back. What won't shock you is it's time for my favorite part of every conversation we have. All right, you ready? You ready for this? Here we go. You have to choose one. You have to choose one. What is? I'm not saying that either are happening. <laughs> My producer looks horrified. What is more likely, Howard Beck, that we are in a simulation, or that an advanced <laughs> alien civil intellectuals alien civilization is is robustly chilling on Earth? Uh, wait, it's one of the others. It's, it's not both of these things. Yeah, which one is more likely? It could be both. You can just be yeah. like, it's both. All right, wait. The first one is that we're actually living the simulation, and you love this. That You love the whole simulation thing. And, and the other one is that aliens are living among us right now. Yeah, or chilling or flying around or whatever, probing. I don't know what they're doing, you know? Yeah, they're here. They're hanging. Uh, yeah, I, I, think, I think the aliens are already hanging out here, like in Men in Black. I think that's, that's more likely than, than the simulation. I don't know why that would be the case, because if it were a simulation, like we – it, it would be we, we wouldn't know anyway right so if we're and the, if the aliens could be the ones in charge of this simulation they're they're overseeing it they're hanging out to make sure the simulation doesn't go off the rails i don't know uh, you're gonna break my brain at this hour bill is the real issue <laughs> no, it's a great it's a marvelous answer you're a marvelous guest to, yeah. i'm doing this in like i'm like processing in real time on 
radio like it's just a it's just a bad idea like because like i could just like three hours from now i will still be rambling you guys will have hung up your show will be long over and i'll still be going but you know on the other hand this could so that's the that's the danger here i'm here for it you can you can drop me a a, a WhatsApp voice message if you need to get it out, buddy, <laughs> since I started it. Uh, hey, man, thank you, as always, for uh, for being on. <laughs> always a pleasure, my friend. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 